Riley pumps in trouble, and he is dropped. Leon Lang gets there and brings Riley down back at the 42-yard line. So third and long and a long field goal attempt if had an early sack that was taken away from by penalty and Cleon Langworks past the double team. Defensive tackles always have to do that. Be a 48-yarder for the former Argo who has missed two as an Eskimo. They've both been from outside 50, 51, and 54. Waters puts this up and he has missed this. And Martise Jackson's going to bring it out. Remember, he had the 125 yard touchdown return earlier. That's and he's down the sidelines. Does he step out? Looks like he did at around the 34 yard line. Going to mark him out at the 32. So the short kick recovery by Edmonton does not result in points. Leon Lang with a defensive stop. in the first half, just 15 yards. Toronto with only five big pass plays at 30 yards or more in their last seven games. Second and 10, they screen to Whitaker, can't make the catch. And a quick two and out for Toronto to start this second half. Make a good point, Chris, that you know when you saw Mike Riley go deep, he didn't hook up there with Darius Bowman on that deep throw, but Ricky Ray hasn't really pushed the ball down the field at all. He's great still at that corner route. Get SJ Green on a corner. When you combine the corner route from the slot and the out from the wide out, tough to play zone defense against that combination route. And Ricky Ray's great at throwing it. They got to push the ball a little bit. Aralahu, a short punt to play, comes down and Silstra fumbles the football. And it looks like the Argos had a shot at it. A flag came down where there are too many men on the field. It's Toronto Argonaut football at the Eskimo 50. A rare mishandle by Zilstrup. What was the flag? Holding Edmonton number 11. That penalty's declined. This ball was recovered by Toronto. First down, Toronto. So a holding call against Nate Bahar. Doesn't matter, it's a fumble recovery for the Argos. The normally sure-handed Zilstra misplays the football, and the Argos come up with it. Hi, I'm Jim Matthews, president of... Bended Kenny Ladler makes another defensive play. Really like the call defensively from Mike Benavides to, to load it up and basically run a gap-canceling blitz. And what that is is just to send the linebackers up. Ladler's one of them. Another one in here. Ladler on the outside. And you're just taking all the gaps so that they're, if the Argos try to run on first down, gaps are taken away. If they try to throw, Ricky Ray's under pressure because of the blitz immediately and may take the sack and go in second and long. Second and 11, four-man rush, pocket collapsing, Ray dropped. And with the sack, it's Elmondo Sewell, who was 
shaken up late in the first half, but now has sacks in four straight games and 43 in his career. Yeah, now it's second down. You go to four-man pressure. Real nice sequence for Mike Benavides here because you go into four-man pressure play zone behind it. Here they are right across the board here. There's the four pass rushers. They're going to get after it by themselves with zone behind it. Ray's got to wait for receivers to open in those zones and didn't have the time to get it there. So the defense picks up Zilstra, and here is Zilstra on the return. He steps out just beyond the 20-yard line. 45-yard punt, eight on the return. Mike Riley's 75th game start here tonight. Didn't take every snap last week in Montreal. Went out with a leg injury in the fourth quarter. Checking his foot, ankle out on the sidelines in that game. It didn't stop him from rambling for 28 yards and a touchdown in the first half. Starting at the Eskimo 22 and into the hands of Gable. Colin Kelly led the blocking, but brought down across the 25 he has four well this was the game plan coming in to get Gable involved early eight carries for just over 50 yards now Riley 75 percent completion percentage so far in this game last week in Montreal the first time this season he was under 50 percent 13 to 29 sidelines another second down conversion catch for Brandon Zilstra and he's over 100 for the ninth time this season and that ties an Eskimo record yeah 100 and 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 counting you know when Ricky Ray went out last illegal week block, oh, it illegal face block Edmonton, come number back. 61 the 10-yard penalty to remain second down that's Joel Figueroa gets called so they take that reception of Zilstra's off the board. So back to the 16. And second and 16. Bowman got a good break. The pass, though, comes to the near side for Watson. He'll cut it back for Watson. Crashing over the 35. And a first down. First catch of the game for Watson. And Canarius Ford shaking up on the play. I was going to say, Chris, that you know, last week versus Montreal, Mike Riley came out of the game. James Franklin went in. I, I, I'm one of those people on a long list of people that are looking forward to seeing James Franklin get a team. Maybe it's this team. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a team that somewhere else in free agency. But there's been rumblings through the six-game losing streak. The Edmonton Eskimo fan base has sort of talked about maybe we should see a little more James Franklin. But I know one thing, that Jason Moss believes in Mike Riley, and there are a lot of little things that make Mike Riley who he is, the leader that he is. And be careful when you make that change if you're going to. And I'm not suggesting that they would, but Mike Riley is one of the great leaders in the game, and it's the little things that he does 
that make the difference and rally the troops and, and get them believing that there's a chance no matter where they are in a game up or down they were down by 15 in Montreal and pouring rain on the road came back got the lead by halftime Riley didn't take all the snaps and that's why the rumblings began that maybe it's time to see a little more James Franklin I don't think that's going to happen I don't think it should Mike Riley is their leader Having said that, it'd be great to see Franklin at some point in his career. He's one of those guys that you just think has nothing but upside potential. And at one point, he will get a team. Kadarius Ford uh, just now sitting up. Part of that big collision on the tackle of Watson. And so another adjustment in the Argo secondary. We'll take a quick timeout. starring Jason Momoa Wednesday at 10 Eastern on Discovery free preview on now so Kadarius Ford to the sidelines it causes a chain reaction in the secondary Jermaine Gabriel goes to the corner Matt Black to safety Mitchell White to Ford spot inside and CJ Gabriel. He doesn't want to go down. Another 2 3. Just by pushing that pile. And it does turn out to be a six yard carry. Sometimes you just take what you can get and it's just lower the pad level, a little spin move, and then drive the legs. That's what CJ Gable does here. It keeps driving. Offensive line battling. Tenth carry of the game for C.J. Gable. Second about four and a half. Back to Gable. He's got a hole and a first down. Crashing to the Eskimo 50-yard line. Gabriel had to help bring him down from his secondary spot. Nice play by design to get Duke Williams just to maybe influence a defender. And then in behind that, C.J. Gable will just run off basically off tackle. He, he can choose his hole, either that A gap between center and guard or the B gap between guard and tackle. That's the option. Mentioned coming off back-to-back 100-yard rushing games. He's at 75 now on the night. The hitch to Walker back out there. And he steps out of bounds on the Argo side of half and has seven more. That throw now, Mike Riley has just got his offense, a little help from C.J. Gable out of a hole and, and into positive field position. So second and three from the Argo 54. Butler on the rush. Riley tosses it away. Is that a live football? Looked like it potentially was a lot of They're still and playing it. It's still loose, and who's going to pick up the hot potato? I think it's David Beard who saves it when three or four players had a shot at it. And I think that rightfully was a live football. Yeah, Mike Riley looked like he was getting hit as he was spinning, and that as he 
as he turned, that ball looked like it did go backwards behind the line, behind. I don't think there's any question that was a lateral. So that's a live ball. McCart McCarty Kelvin McCarty actually Butler. recovered it. The field is going to be an incomplete pass. This is third down. Well, I'm not sure, but that wild scramble was all for naught. Figueroa, Vaughn, Bear Woods. A lot of guys had a shot at it. Let's well, take well, let's first see if it's a lateral or not. I mean, this will be the best angle to see that. Mike Riley will step up here, and as he's getting tackled, that looks, you know what, that, that's right along the line. So that, that's going to be an incomplete pass. That's yep. the correct call on the field. He just fell forward, and it looked like it was backward. Despite the momentum of him going down, it looked like he was able to make sure it was... Back it up so we can. Nice forward pass. Edwards steps out. Round the 14. Cut there by Hugh O'Neill. 46 yards into the corner. In our record, which was set by Saskatchewan last year, they dressed 100 for at least one game. 54 different game starters for Edmonton. A penalty on the Kick against the Argos, backs them up, first down at the five-yard line, a fake to McDaniel, and there is Armonte Edwards, and they get out of the hole, and more! Edwards sprinting to the sidelines, and he steps out at the 39, and that gets them out of a hole in a hurry with their biggest play from scrimmage on the night. This is how you beat zone. You, you throw it underneath the zone, and then you, you hope that your receiver is going to make plays like this after the catch. And nice patience by Armonte Edwards to wait for his blocking to be set up in front of him. S.J. Green got a piece of a defender. And then he accelerates up the field. 34 yards to Edwards. First down, Toronto. Ray has some time, swings it out to McDaniel, and he's got some room. Here's McDaniel across midfield and still loose and finally dragged down a perhaps touchdown saving tackle by Brandon Thompson as McDaniel shows some speed. Yeah, it looked like there were a couple of Edmonton tacklers that thought he would just surrender and run out of bounds once he got out to the edge, but not so. Cam McDaniel saying, uh-uh, you're going to have to tackle me. That's a, that's a tailback. Tailbacks don't like to run out of bounds. Back-to-back -back big plays of at least 30 yards for Edwards and then a 30-yarder for McDaniel, who comes from a real football family. His grandfather, his great-grandfather, and his father all coached the same high school. Timeout, Toronto. Went on to Notre Dame. And has been the second and third man in the Argo running back scheme this year. Sharing duties with Whitaker tonight. James Wilder Jr. This drive began on the Argo five-yard line. A couple of plays and all of a sudden they're in scoring position. First down, Ray swings it out again. It's McDaniel cutting it back, lowers his head and drives down to the 30. 
that should be another Toronto first down. You can tell he's got jump in his step. He's excited to get this playing time. James Wilder Jr. not dressed, so he gets a chance to sub in for Brandon Whitaker. Coming into the game, just four carries for 16 yards and one catch for three. But making the most of his first couple of touches here tonight. With Whitaker now on the sidelines. McDaniel tried to duck under the rush. Adam Konar got enough of him to bring him down. Yeah, Cam McDaniel there knew that it was that run blitz I talked about where Edmonton will send their linebackers to take the gaps. But boy, I can tell you, it's, it's great defensive call to do this. But if you do it and that running back slips it, the next guy is the safety, Koshi Mwamba, who's about 15, 20 yards away. If he could have slipped underneath that, he had a chance. Just got beyond the line of scrimmage. We'll call it second and ten. Here comes the heat. Oh, Ray's in trouble. And he is dropped back at the 44 and maybe out of field goal range. Does John Chick get credit for the sack? If he does, it's the 70th of his career. Well, this is uh, team defense because that pocket collapses, a little stunt up front, and then they're just getting after and collapsing that pocket on Ricky Ray. And you know when a quarterback, even a quarterback as experienced as Ray, starts looking at the rush that quickly, you know he's in trouble. He did have an open guy in S.J. Green, but he was looking at the rush. John Chick ties three well-known players for 30th in sacks, a miss by Hira Lahu, a single point conceded. It's a couple of misses for Hira Lahu on the night, and a flag down on the play. John Chick just tied Joe Fleming, Demetrius Maxey, and Anwar Stewart, three pretty big names on the all-time sack list. Well, the upside, we mentioned the injuries for Edmonton, but the upside to that, and there is one, is that you played so many players. They've all been playing in the system. You mentioned 81, 54 different starters. They've all been in the system. So your second and third team guys, your rotational players, if you're Jason Moss, they've got some game experience. If you need to lean on them in the playoffs, they know the system, whether it's offense, defense, or the team. Apparently no flag on the plate. And the Eskimos start at the 40, a pump and go down the sidelines. And Duke Williams makes the catch, but he's out of bounds. Rico, Rico Murray was in coverage on this one, and, and he, he drops in the deep outside third in the zone here. And then he'll just play the ball as it's coming down and, and makes it difficult on Duke Williams. He's got to juggle that. It's over the top shoulder. Keeps working to push him out of bounds, and he ends up catching it. Well out of bounds. Rico Murray's played every position in the back end. I mean, he's played corner, he's played halfback, rolled to safety, he's now a linebacker in this one tonight. Second and 10, here he comes. Pressure, oh, pass is caught, and Darrell Walker gets away. Walker loose, finally dragged down by Matt Black at the Argo 35-yard line, big play, Darrell Walker. 
You know, they had to early in Major the first foul, half. roughing the passer, Toronto, number 90. 15 yards at the end of the play, automatic first down. And roughing the passer against Cleon Lang, tacked on. Rico Murray comes on the blitz. Great recognition by both Adarius Bowman and Darrell Walker to get their heads around quickly. They know the blitz is coming, so uh, Mike Riley has to get it out of there. But Darrell Walker looks a lot more comfortable when he gets back into that boundary. There's your penalty for the late hit on Riley. Ball down to the Argo 20-yard line. First down, 36 to Darrell Walker. And Riley at 250 on the night. Williams in motion to the wide side of the field. They look short side for Walker again. And he gets cut down right at the line of scrimmage. Cassius Vaughn on the scene. Seventh catch, excuse me, sixth catch of the night for number 87. Last year, they had Darrell Walker and Adarius Bowman together into the boundary, into the short side of the field. So you're on the hash mark, it's that short side of the field. And they're 1,000 yards, those guys. Now they got him to the wideout because of the play of Brandon Zilstra. That's why I say the potential of this receiving core. Walker matched up against Jermaine Gabriel, second and ten. Riley's looking that way, and Walker drops the football. It just He's just not as comfortable at the wide side. He just isn't. I mean, he had that kind of game in Montreal. Now, the conditions were part of it. it was pouring rain, a little bit of rain tonight, but I don't know if it's the timing of the throws. The ball takes a little bit longer to get out there. He's got more time to think about it. I'm not sure. I mean, that's the catch that he makes in his sleep. And when he went into the boundary, he made the big catches. So they'll settle for three. At least an attempt from Waters. From the 28. Competitive juices burn in Riley, don't they? Yeah, he wears it on his sleeve up. Good field goal by Waters, and it's an eight-point Eskimo lead here in the final minute of this third quarter. Just the timing thing. It over to, yeah. Replay the, the last throw for Riley. And Riley will go right back to Darrell Walker. He understands that dynamic. And no one feels worse about the drop than Walker. But I, I just he just doesn't seem like the same guy when he's, when he's on the wide side. Now, it, it does can open some things up. They can play bunch formation with a lot more field with Walker and Brandon Zilstra together and Bowman over there so they can really stretch defenses with a lot of speed and route running, but I think he's most comfortable in that short side. So an eight-point Eskimo lead as Hugh O'Neill gets sent to kick off. Started the second half with a short kick that the Eskimos recovered. Jackson from his 16. Ortiz Jackson. And team just beyond the 30-yard line. Kenny Ladler on the teams. Upends the Argo return man. Ricky Ray back out. 207. His pass yardage so far tonight. 
for 75% completion percentage. Ricky Ray of the top 10 quarterbacks in league history in yards. Ricky Ray has the best completion percentage of those top 10 career. Should get to 60,000 yards this year. On pace to do it, the final game of the regular season. 64 the yards came on two completions on the last series. Whitaker back in, gunned over the middle, and it's another catch for Armonte Edwards, who's been his favorite target tonight. Catch number seven for Edwards. Had to average 75 yards a game to hit 1,000. He's over 75 tonight. He's, he's been their best receiver, uh, no question. And that was a contested catch. Brandon Thompson all over his back. Just one 100-yard game for Edwards. He's got 85 tonight. Former quarterback. Second and three. Hands off off the right side. And that's a first down carry for Whitaker. Final play of the third quarter. Began with that short kick recovered by Jason Moss's crew, but the defenses have dug in on both sides tonight. It's 2012 Edmonton through three quarters. <laughs> 